Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Uganda Startup, following the journey of Matt and Jessica Brown. American couple Matt and Jessica Brown are relocating their family to the remote town of Karuma, Uganda. With extensive medical training, international experience, and knowledge of multiple languages, the Brown family have developed a marketplace solution to meet a crucial need in Uganda. Clean water. Their nonprofit organization, Lilies in the Field, aims to stand up a company called Blue Mazi as a marketplace response. Access an unfiltered view of what it is like to co-labor with Christ in a marketplace enterprise. Follow the unfolding story of the Brown family into one of the most challenging regions of the world, Africa. Okay, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. Today we have the wonderful experience to be able to reconnect with Matt Brown and his family. They're on the ground in Uganda, and this is our first recording, our first episode of interviewing them on the field as they're getting started. Matt, how are you guys doing these days? Yeah, hey, Jonathan. Uh, we're doing pretty good, all things considered. I mean, eventually we're planning to go up north and we'll be deep in the bush, but right now we're in the capital in a pretty cushy transition home, so... Oh, that's you nice. Know, things are things are going pretty good. <laughs> no, that's soft so, landing. Soft yeah. landings are good. I'm all for those. Yeah. How, how was the trip uh-huh. over? Are the kids doing okay? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, jet lag. Of course, it's uh, eight hours ahead here from Arkansas time. So, bit of a adjustment there. Probably take about a week to fully get over the jet lag. But I mean, they've been doing great. Oh, that's good. And and what's your uh, your soft landing look like? Are you guys staying with friends or do you got a place lined up? Yeah. Yeah. Oof, man, that is just such a huge, huge unexpected blessing. We've got some, um, American friends from when we spent the summer up North about four years ago who just volunteered for us to come stay at their house. They just moved into a bigger house with two extra bedrooms and offered it to us to stay. So man, just, super great it's on a little compound so the kids can run outside and play and yeah it's been really huge relief to not have to just be in a hotel for weeks yeah that's great having that local support and what we would definitely call the soft landing mm-hmm. that's a blessing especially with a family yeah uh, makes it makes it a little mm-hmm. bit more yeah, real yeah. than mm-hmm. when it's just a single Very person much. or a yeah, yeah, married couple yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can kind of tough anything but kids man it, it makes things a little trickier oh yeah but that you know it's good it's it's life so uh what's mm-hmm. uh yeah. what's some of the good the bad and the unlikely at this phase for you guys i mean how how's the, how's it looking yeah. the purview going forward here mm-hmm. yeah so um so it's been the good is just uh, feeling like we're really 
having some good connection and fellowship with people, uh, the friends, you know, just reconnecting with them and kind of just forging deeper ties with them and meeting new families here too. Right. Um, just been really unexpected blessing to kind of um, get to know other people and form some more, more bonds and kind of build our foundation sure. of, uh, friends and contacts here in the capital, um, other missionary families, especially. Um, so yeah, it's been really encouraging and just didn't expect to be able to so, so soon kind of meet some other people, um, that we connected with also probably some of the bad, just taking longer to get things going. Of course, that's just yeah. not bad. You know, I, I'm such an optimist. I hate things bad, but <laughs> That's realities really just, though. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it's just reality. It's just all in God's timing, not necessarily bad, just slow. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. So just things taking longer. You know, just, we have a vehicle here that I bought last fall, so just been kind of getting it all fixed up. Lots of little things and some slightly bigger things, but that just takes a while to, you know, everything just runs a little slower here. So yeah, that's got to be a. That's got to be a big adjustment for a um, a person or a professional coming from a Western context. Just the uh, slowing down of the pace of everything, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I've yeah. had I've had that experience where you you feel like, man, I got one thing done today, and that is a victory. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, that's right, that's right. Sometimes you feel like yeah. you're running and, at such low capacity. Do you get that feeling when you're in these contexts? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, funny, I feel like, yeah, we're definitely going, I mean, not a ton slower. I'd kind of anticipated off the bat, not even knowing what was going to happen, that we were probably going to have to be in the Capitol a few weeks um, just because I just know things take a long time and probably just going to be about a few weeks, if not maybe one week longer. And I don't really feel too bad. I'm just like, all right, well, you know just just soak it up soak up yeah. family time you know and just, you know, just find all that you know all the people interaction that's what really it's all been about you know all the other stuff kind of seems like fluff in some ways compared to all the interactions with I mean my own family my wife and two kids and then just all the other people the friends and other families and so that's just been really a blessing to be able to have to slow down to right. allow that extra time to say, all right, well, we have this space built in because <laughs> life is so slow here. You yeah. Know, relatively speaking, get to engage with people. Yeah, absolutely. And have you run into anything you would uh, qualify as unlikely at this point in the project? Um, yeah. You know, um, as far as project goes, we're not really doing anything particularly direct with the project just yet since we're right kind of getting a primary focus this first probably few months is going to be just getting our family settled you know sure um, but um just in general coming over here unlikely probably would be um just some spiritual um uh encounters um in particular i feel like god's um led us into contact with one family and this is still a developing story so i don't really have much specific i'm going to share on it but it's just been interesting to see how very unexpectedly god's kind of led us to a, a particular family here and shown us how they need some some real spiritual healing and you're like wow okay wow did not 
you know, expect that. That's, but that's just kind of how it is, you know, like you, all you can see is just the little plans we make, but we don't know who we're going to meet and what God's going to ask us to, to do um, to help our brothers and sisters. And so it's just been, you know, always, always a little daunting when there's something like that coming up, but at the same time also just kind of encouraging to be like, all right, well, man, I'm really glad to be able to, you know, be a part of the kingdom and do something that God's called me to do. So absolutely, so yeah, it's just an unexpected. Um, yeah. seems like, you know, you're approaching, uh, life in a holistic way over there spiritually. And you've of course got your, your business project and your, uh, other aspects of what you're trying to accomplish. But, you know, I think one thing that's really mm-hmm. encouraging is that you guys have, uh, also been open to spiritual preparation and formation uh, long in advance of this and just as a lifestyle so that you're ready for these kind of unlikely opportunities that maybe weren't in your mm. what you would picture as your job description so to speak when you headed right, out right. but when it presents itself uh-huh. you're able to respond and actually bring some life into that situation into that equation so yeah. that, that's pretty exciting that's pretty cool yeah yeah very very exciting it is uh-huh Wow. Very, very much. I feel like that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Ready in season and out of season, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. So what's the day-to-day look like for you guys? Like, what's a lifestyle in a transition phase mm-hmm. when you're on the ground? Obviously, you're <laughs> yeah. getting over jet lag. You're you're fixing up your vehicle, trying yeah. to make sure you don't break down in the bush. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for people who've yeah, never yeah. experienced this kind of thing, you know, what's a, what's a day-to-day oh, look like? Yeah, man. Um, well, you know, it's going to vary based on how remote people are going for us. We have to pretty much Swiss family Robinson style, build our own, you know, entire existence up North. So, I mean, I've spent probably three, three full days of time assembling a solar system here. I built it in the U S and then just assembled it and brought it here. So had to rebuild it. Um, and so that's just been part of the big project, um, putting it all back together and right. making every, sure everything works for when we go up north, you know, I have to source solar panels here, um, getting, you know, car parts, so working on the cars with these mechanics, um, just finding other house stuff, you know, where do we buy things? Where do I buy, <laughs> where do I go to buy a spatula? You know, like where? <laughs> and then how long does it take to get there? It's the, the traffic, little things in life. <laughs> generally horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, three hours to go buy a pot. Well, yeah, <laughs> the day. you know, just, um, yeah, just lots of little seemingly mundane things um, kind of add up. And then, you know, being parents and husband and wife, we still have to live life and still have to cook and clean and put kids to bed and wake them up and homeschool. You know, so it's just kind of woven throughout the day. Um, right. Just all of that. Um, so just kind of like life goes on all our parental duties continue uninterrupted because that doesn't change. Just our, uh, just our environment has changed pretty much. Um, but in a lot of ways, yeah, felt a little, felt quite a bit slower overall here in a great way. Okay. Um, mm -hmm, yeah, been, been, been good. And now in this uh, area, at least of Uganda, are you facing any, um, language barriers or is Uganda English speaking? Uh, let us know how that works there. Yeah. 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 It's a little tricky. Uh, basically 
official national language is English. And if anyone's been to school, then they've learned English. So, you know, the farther out you go from the capital, most of it's super rural and poor and people, a lot of people have not gone to school. So they don't speak English. They speak one of 40 tribal languages and tribal languages are very different. Let me tell you, (laughs) Um, everyone here in the capital speaks English. Thank goodness. Um, And then the other language I speak is called Luganda. I actually tried learning that the first trip when I came, (laughs) Um, really focusing on, and then we started working up North and I tried speaking and no one had a clue what I was saying. I was like, (laughs) Oh man. So then I started learning that language called Luo. So that's one I've kind of focused on more, but you know, no one speaks it here in the capital really. Okay. Um, it's kind of a handful of people that have moved now to the north, but English is the primary language. So that's in the capital, at least very helpful for getting around. That is helpful. Talk about enhancing your soft landing experience. That's yeah. A, oh yeah. A rare uh, I mean, blessing. The accent's thick. It takes a while to, you know, learn the accent, but once you can understand the accent and once you can, get them to understand your English accent, <laughs> things start clicking a little more. So it, it's still a little barrier, but uh, just an accent barrier. <laughs> That's great. Wow. What a help. So what are your next steps? What are you guys uh, like planning wise? Do you have some uh, deadlines, some departure dates? Yeah. You know, when do you move up to Karuma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. That's kind of the, the burning question. Um, we're, we're not wanting to overextend our, are welcome here at our friend's place. <laughs> Not to mention, we just want to get up there, you know, but at um, the same time, just want to make sure everything is well taken care of. So there's right. just kind of a few um, a few things that are barriers to us moving north. I mean, seemingly simple things, tires, for example, on the vehicle that I had to import them. Okay. I come in on a boat in two months. <laughs> oh my almost, goodness. I ordered them way before we left. And wow. They're going to be here next week. But until they're here at the end of next week, I can't take any long trips on this vehicle because the tires are just worn to bits and they're yeah. old. So, you know, we can't go up um, until those come in. I need to test it out on the hot. I mean, just a few things like that kind of, you know, we could hurry things up if it weren't for these kind of um uh, checkpoints or stop stop points or whatever that are keeping us from being able to go up there. So it's fine. You know, we're not, yeah. ready. there's so many things we can still do down here um, to get ready. And I mean, even if we're up there, there's going to be things that, you know, well, we could do those things here too. So we're just kind of figuring out, okay, what can we still do here? And sure. There's a lot of stuff that can still get done here. So probably about, I'm, I'm guessing two weeks, from now okay and we'll we'll be starting to move up north okay sounds like you guys are finding some some joy and value in the journey and not just being preoccupied with goals as we often get in the west yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah definitely enjoying the journey very much and just kind of the you know unforeseen and the adventure of it holding things loosely right and it's uh obviously you know you've got goals and business uh, development stuff in mind and plans, but you Mm -hmm. know, the realities on the ground sometimes in in these areas is you just can't uh, be driven. Perhaps you could say, right. Right. Uh, Uh Yeah. Yeah. Kind of (laughs) operating well in the context. Um, So have you seen any uh, new or pending challenges or developments with your, your business plans or your setup there? Um, You know, not, 
nothing yet. I, I'm sure okay. that will come up down the line. Right. Um, cause we're not, yeah, we're not doing too much. I mean, they've finished, I probably said this last time they finished building a security wall around our whole okay, water good. compound and yeah. put in a big iron gate. And so it's barbed wire and all this stuff. It's, it's fully, um, locked down. Nothing's in it yet. Right. <laughs> but that's just the first step, you know, so you've secured but, the I mean, space. We're not doing any more, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we've secured the uh, the dirt ground. That's good. So, but no, you know, um, we're we're kind of hold pushing pause on further development until we right get up north and um, kind of have more hands on for uh, some of the finer development that we're going to do inside the compound. So it's just yeah, all that kind of just on pause while we we get our our family sorted yeah, out. Yeah, that's top priority. Is there anything you? Uh, yeah you wish you knew uh, or had done differently before heading over on this? Like now that you're there, I mm. mean, it's like yeah. the best laid plans, but you get there and you realize, man, if I'd just done that or I'd just done this or if I'd understood this, <laughs> yeah. like, is there anything that's jumped out at you at this yeah. point? Um, good question, man. Um, you know, not nothing major yeah. yet. Anyway, not good. yet. <laughs> I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll come up, uh, over time, but, right. um, immediately nothing, nothing to take. I mean, there's just, there's just stuff that there's like, just oh, stuff. I wish I brought this tool. Yeah. I brought so many tools, but I forgot this one, you know, just things like that, but like nothing, nothing like major, like, right. Um, that I can think of. Yeah. Maybe ordering the uh, tires a couple months earlier for the truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I should go one month more earlier <laughs> yeah another month beyond what they told me yeah. that's right that's right oh, no, that's yeah. great oh well yeah so any advice for other people who are listening who might be considering this kind of a direction in life or these kind of kingdom enterprises or um, business undertakings in even in a missional sense like do you have a word of wisdom yeah. for them at this point in this journey hmm man yeah um I guess relationships are the most important thing. That's good. I would say, um, you can put all the plans in the world and, you know, spend years pre uh, preparing and saving and everything like we have. And still at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, our soft landing and just, I mean, our whole experience has been shaped so wonderfully because of the relationships that we wow. have and, um, that's made all the difference, you know, um, all of our preparation wouldn't have done very much for, um, our landing here without all the relationships and friendships we've been able to keep up with. And so, I mean, just, you know, remembering that that's the point, yeah, that's the purpose of it and focusing on that can, um, not only just make it not so lonely, but also, right. you know, um, just, kind of help help out with all the unknowns and all the hardships and the just, uh, yeah relationships are key that's what i would say that is a good word and yeah relationship skills are an an undersold skill set in anything we do but especially mm. in these kind of difficult enterprises i would agree people are mm. people are the top priority relationship skills are the top priority and uh, that's mm. what lasts that's what goes with you uh, on in the long run are those relationships and being able to manage relationships well 
is mm-hmm. uh, is a vital yeah. a vital skill. And I think you guys have done that well. And I think it'll you know the what I've seen as well in these kind of enter- enterprises is the way you treat people when you're uh, when you don't have anything to lose, so to speak is you know like when it when you don't you're you just treat people well in a normal day-to-day and you and you manage the relationships in your world or in your metron well on an ongoing basis you become a good steward of those i'm just saying uh objectively Mm -hmm. and uh then when you get into a situation like you guys are in now that pays huge dividends and uh gives you a kind of an inherent um, natural skill set of just doing life well with people and um, mm. stewarding relationships well. And then I believe that'll also translate into how you uh, work with people locally on the ground in your business and in your uh, ministry opportunities yeah. like that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that I would say that's a highlight uh, for our audience is understanding the importance of managing relationships well and stewarding relationships mm-hmm. well, and not just looking at people as assets or employees, but yep. really seeing right. the value. Employees in or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it is more than just what can you do for me or what can I get out of you, but you know, how can we pour into each other? Even, I mean, even just everyone, everyone you come into contact with the mechanics, you know, the Absolutely. people, Either you're using a car hire or, you know, anyone, they're all God's children that, you know, he values and we should too. And they have value that we can see beyond just what they can offer us, you know? And so that, I don't know, it just kind of brings so much more color to life too. when you engage with people in that way and it's, yeah, Amen. it's fun. Oh, that's excellent, man. Well, this has been great. Uh, really, really uh, a great episode and great update. But how can um, our the listeners and people following this program, how can they be praying for you guys at this point? Mm, yeah, uh, man, big question. Yeah, so one probably big prayer request is just um, reversal of role for me and Jeff. Okay. She was working full time for the last two and a half years, and I was a stay-at-home dad. Okay. And, uh, well, I mean, I work part-time, but basically full-time stay-at-home dad. And um, now it's reversed. She's a full-time stay-at-home mom, and I'm more or less full-time, I mean, um, and will be more so. So that's just a hard adjustment, I think. Um, and so just, yeah, prayer for just lots of patience and grace for one another, understanding, because, you know, I'm just that you build these expectations and then now we're having to change expectations and um you know switch roles that's just uh that's just a tough transition i think no matter how you look at it so just prayer for us both to be gracious and have wisdom with how to approach new territory you know territory for me not having to go out and be responsible with all these other things and um just with um, her new territory of responsibility over the kids and stewarding that well and, right uh, and yeah that's probably a really big one and also just maybe prayer that we're continue to be really mindful and um in tune with the spirit um as far as relationships go and and not uh you know not zoning out which would be easy to do you know sure. when you're just tired or feel busy and overwhelmed mm-hmm. but to still stay tuned to what we need to be um what we need to be doing in the kingdom and the spiritual realm, you know, the people around us. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Well, we're 
we're believing uh, the best for you guys and uh, going to be praying for that. And I'm sure other people are as well. But uh, thanks for the update and definitely yeah. uh, say hi to the family uh, for us and it blessings from us and our listeners. And we'll catch up on the next call that we do and we'll get the latest update probably a little bit prior to you guys heading up to Karuma, but um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds great. Well, good talking to you, Jonathan. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.